Welcome to the Carol Call Podcast. Uh, today uh, we are starting another quizzing. It is, if I'm not wrong, is the first one that we're recording in 2022, right, Brooke? <laughs> yep, I think so. So I already jumped you in the conversation, but let me go ahead and call you. Hello, Brooke. <laughs> Hi, Pedro. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Is it a good time for a call? It's always a great time for a cattle call. Great, great. So we also have here today Dr. Zing. Hello, Dr. Zing. Hello, Pedro, Brooke. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you. Okay, Dr. Zing, thank you again for participating with us. Uh, we are excited for this year again. So, Brooke, what is what is the question that we have today for Dr. Zing? So this week... Um... Well, in the past, we've gotten some questions about this, so we thought it'd be great to ask the expert um, about just adding almond holes, holes into the feedlot diet. All right. <clears throat> Actually, this, is, uh, this used to be an important issue. Uh, years ago, uh, almond holes was a very common feed in our feedlot diets, particularly down here in the Imperial Valley uh, Desert Southwest. The, what happened is, uh, as you know, the, the almond industry is located up in the Central Valley, and, and there's a cost to, to hauling this stuff down here. And initially, it was just considered a waste, and so they were looking for some way to get rid of it. But uh, once the feeding value of almond holes became more, uh, there more studies have been conducted, then um, the dairy industry picked it up. And, uh, and it became a very common feed uh, in, among in, in, our, in our dairy industry, in the dairy shed, particularly up in Merced and, and in the Central Valley. The <clears throat> now, talking specifically about almond holes, it's a very palatable feed. It uh, cattle readily uh, accept it in the diet. One of the things that's really nice about the almond holes is that cattle tend to spend a little bit more time uh, eating their feed when there's almond holes in the diet. And this is, this is advantageous, especially with our high-energy finishing diets. Another advantage of almond holes is kind of like cottonseed uh, cotton holes is that uh, you can feed a lot of it without affecting energy intake. So uh, the level of almond hole supplementation in the diet is not a concern. The uh, typical levels would be like a five to twelve percent uh, holes in the diet. The now talking about the holes themselves, there may be some misunderstanding. Years ago, when we talked about almond holes, we are literally talking about the almond hole. Now, when you think of the almond fruit itself, you have the fruit part, which should be kind of like an apple or something the outside part and and that's the almond hole and then you have the shell and the nut inside the shell okay so uh, back when it was more common uh, more of the uh, in the almond more in the almond industry more of the hole was uh, being uh, used and the shell the nut was being sold more in the shell form let's say um, so we had the proportion of holes in almond holes was very high. And in fact, you could almost have pure almond holes. Okay. And that material has a very, has a much higher energy value than of course the shell, which has practically no energy value. So 
uh, we have to be careful. So when we talk about almond holes, we really what we need to think about is what we'll call commercial almond holes. And commercial almond holes will have, like you would see in tables of feeding standards or whatever, they're going to have maybe 20 to 40% shells. So you got to be really, so you got to pay close attention to the fiber content. Now, in the case of almond holes, instead of neutral detergent fiber, what we're interested in is acid detergent fiber. And so the net energy value of almond holes is very, very closely associated with the acid detergent fiber content, which can vary. Let's say that pure almond holes might be like 20, 22% acid detergent fiber, but commercial almond holes um, that have uh, proportions of shell would be, let's say, 28, uh, 30% acid detergent fiber. And so for those who might want to consider it as a feed ingredient, uh, the net energy for maintenance value of almond holes would be 1.85 minus 0.03 times the acid detergent fiber content. And that will give you a very good estimate of its actual energy value. So uh, let's say on commercial, classical commercial almond holes, it would have a net energy for maintenance value of about 1.1, 1.12 mcals per kilogram. To translate that, we would say that would be a very poor quality grass type feed. All right. So mm-hmm. its energy value is going to be on the low side of things. But if you have pure almond holes, that can go way up. You know, all of a sudden you could have something that has a value maybe greater than that of Sudan grass. So you have a, a range. But remember, the important thing to remember in terms of as a feed additive, a feed uh, ingredient in the diet is that the cattle will eat it. In other words, they'll eat a lot of it and it's not going to limit feed intake. So that's just a, a quick overview of, of the almond holes. Normally, it doesn't price into the diet, but that's something that you'd have to look at based on its net energy value. That's that's really good, Dr. Zing. I have two quick questions uh, about feeding almond holes. Do you have to process before you feed? And the second question is, how we would start almond holes uh, in the farm. Okay, first of all, you do not have to process the almond holes. That, that is, I, I should have mentioned that, that's a real big advantage. And in monogastries where the, you know, poultry or whatever, where they might also feed almond holes, uh, they would need to grind it. But uh, for feedlot or for dairy, it's, it's fed whole. And, mm. uh, and so it's, uh, but that's, it, it do not need to grind the almond hole. Perfect. What was the second question? Is, is if you if you have to do any special thing when we're storing the the almond holes in a farm or something like that? No. In fact, uh, it's a very uh, like I said, it's a very palatable cattle like it. Actually, almond holes are fairly high in sugars. That's that's kind of mm-hmm. an interesting uh, characteristic of the of the hole itself. Now the shell is nothing, all right, but that hole actually has a fairly high sugar content. And, and so the cattle like it. It's actually very palatable. Perfect. That's good. I think that's all for me, Brooke. I don't know if you have any other question. No, you asked the, one of the questions that I had. So, <laughs> Okay, great. So, Dr. Zing, thank you again. We are excited to, to have you back. And, and hopefully you can record more podcasts this year. Uh, for those of you, if you guys have any questions, please send it to us, Dr. Zing and Brooke. Uh, our email is cattlecallucd at gmail.com. 
All of the information is in the description of this episode. You can find the transcript of this episode as well in our monthly newsletter, uh, where you can read everything that we were talking here. So thank you very much. And remember, it's always a good time for a cattle call. Lonesome cattle call